RNZ Pacific, Ma Lola Malilangi MMA. I'm Warrior Twila Epa Taylor with the news. Fiji's former Prime Minister Frank Mbaini Marama and suspended police chief Sitibini Ngiriho have been granted bail. Both men have pleaded not guilty to one count each of abuse of office. According to local media reports, Magistrate Seni Puamo has set bail at 10,000 Fijian dollars. Mr Mbaini Marama and Mr Ngiriho have also been ordered not to leave the country and to reside at a permanent address. Magistrate Pumau also ordered them not to interfere with witnesses. They are next expected in court on May 11. Save the Children Vanuatu says it is working closely to ensure that thousands of people affected by last week's cyclones have been have what they need. There are at least 2,500 people still living in evacuation centres, with about 80,000 others directly affected by the two disasters. Save the Children's Pacific manager, Kim Cook, says her organisation is focusing on the needs of children both in the short and long term. Right now what children need are um, hygiene kits, shelter materials, and that's really just buckets and tarps, making sure that families have something to help them get their house back in order and to get access to safe water, um, to be able to wash food and, and wash themselves. Ms Cook says they are working with the Ministry of Education to get schools reopened quickly and safely. She says the government wants children back in school by Monday. Three independent scientists in Australia want Pacific leaders to feel confident that the planned release of treated radioactive race wastewater from Japan's wrecked Fukushima Daiichi power plant into the Pacific Ocean will be safe. A separate panel set up by the Pacific Islands Forum and made up of independent scientists from around the world has raised concerns around a lack of data to prove the discharge will be safe and it's currently looking into the issue. But Curtin University Physics and Astronomy Professor Nigel Marks says the latest forum report and briefing on their concerns was a frustrating watch for him. When you watch the YouTube and you read the report, you could easily draw the conclusion that an absolutely terrible thing is about to happen to the ocean. And the reality is that absolutely nothing is going to happen to the ocean. Absolutely nothing. Zero effect. I don't know how to explain it anymore. Like there's decades, four, four or five decades worth of data showing this is safe. Efforts are being made to ensure Pacific nations can cope with changing tuna migration patterns in the region. Tuna migrations are already happening and are set to become more pronounced over the next 30 to 40 years due to climate change, bringing multi-million dollar impacts to Pacific economies. The Pacific community, through its Climate Science for Ensuring Pacific Tuna Access Program, aims to arm nations with the resources to counter this. 
Principal Fisheries Officer at the SPC, Simon Nicol, says if countries are to adjust their economies, they will need the best available information and with funding from New Zealand. This is what the programme is intending to do. The intent of the work is to allow us to be able to make that much higher resolution analyses for the, on behalf of the Pacific Island countries. But there are a number of steps that we need to do along that way, and that includes strengthening up a number of the fisheries monitoring processes we have in place at the moment and ocean monitoring places. An Indonesian military commander has turned down New Zealand's offer of assistance in an operation to release the New Zealand pilot who has been held hostage by the West Papua Liberation Army. Philip Mertens has been held in Unduga Regency in the Papua Highlands for about a month. The Jakarta Post reports Admiral Yudo Magono saying New Zealand Ambassador to Indonesia Kevin Burnett had offered a Assistance during his visit to the military headquarters last week. The Admiral says the ambassador offered to help, but he himself is still able to complete the rescue mission. Admiral Margono also reiterated that what was happening now was a law enforcement operation, not a military operation, and they would continue with persuasion and patience to protect local civilians in the area. The Australian Human Rights Law Centre says toxic politics was behind Canberra's refusal to endorse legislation to end offshore detention. The Migration Amendment Bill was introduced by Green Senator Nick McKim, but tossed out by Labour and the Liberal opposition. The Law Centre's senior lawyer Scott Cosgrove says the law change for the remaining approximately 100 people trapped on Nauru an opportunity to move to Australia after they have endured 10 years of inhuman treatment. And our submission really points to the absolute dysfunction of the pre-existing and current processes for transfers to Australia and the ongoing impact of family separation caused by the offshore detention policy. Scott Crosgrove says the toxic politics of the past two decades in Australia looms large over the detention centre issue. He says there was a lack of courage and political will. Xi Jinping has been anointed for a third term as the President of China, cementing his position as the country's unchallenged leader. The appointment for what is a largely ceremonial role was expected, but underlies the hold Mr Xi has over China politics. No delegate voted against the move when it was confirmed at the annual session of Parliament in Beijing. King Charles has named his younger brother, Prince Edward, as the new Duke of Edinburgh, handing him the last title held by their father, Prince Philip. Edward becomes the latest member of the royal family to be granted a new title since Charles became king in September after the death of Queen Elizabeth. William was named Prince of Wales, while the children of his second son, Harry, no longer a working royal, were officially named as Prince and Princess earlier this week. Edward's new title comes after he took on a number of his father's roles 
including at the Duke of Edinburgh Award Charity, which encourages young people to undertake challenges. To sport, Fijian, Fiji, flying Fijians winger Eroni So will make his Super Rugby Pacific debut with the Fijian Indrua against the Crusaders in Suva today. Head coach McBurn has named a strong lineup as well as Meli in Deran Langi returns from injury from the impact bench and there's a potential debut for fly half Kimi Valentini. So was an original member of the Indrua in its early inception days in the Australian. Australian National Rugby League Championship and the Ndrua won the title in 2018. McBurn says Seoul brings top level experience to the Super Rugby Pacific competition having played for the Flying Fijians as well as Edinburgh in Europe. The Board of Fiji Rugby has removed the acting chief executive, Devita Tuiloa. Mr Tuiloa came in two months ago to replace John O'Connor. In the interim role is to be taken by the current union chair, Commodore Humphrey Tawake. In basketball, the Breakers need to win the last two games of the Australian NBL Finals against the Sydney Kings to clinch the championship after having gone down heavily in Sydney last night. A poor second half consigned the New Zealand club to 91-68 loss in Game 3 of the Best of Five series. They trailed 2-1 heading into Game 4 in Auckland on Sunday. New Zealand Sports Drug Agency has been forced to explain its drop in drug testing numbers after World Athletics sought answers in a letter late last year. Drug Free New Zealand said it told the world body it had conducted less than half as many tests as usual across all sports for a period in 2022 due to the government's COVID-19 restrictions. And the Black Caps are on the back foot, heading into day three of the first cricket test against Sri Lanka in Christchurch. After dismissing the tourists for 355, New Zealand stumbled through to 162 for five at stumps. Opener Ton Latham believes the Hagley Oval pitch will get quicker today and the home side needs to take advantage. That's the latest news from RNZ Pacific. For more on our stories, you can go to our website, rnzi.com.